Hello and welcome back to our podcast, The Boss Ravioli Queens. So we're still trying those new intros. Hopefully they'll work really good. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it on the last few episodes, so you need to tell us what you think. <laughs> Please. Our life literally depends on this. <laughs> we're literally begging you. <laughs> well, this episode is called Adulting is Hard. We will be talking about... Um, Honestly, things in normal, everyday adult life and the struggles that come with it, basically. Yeah, because so, this shit's hard. It is. <laughs> so, bite the pillow because it's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess getting into it, uh, let's talk about the housing market and rentals. Because, my God, <laughs> it is so bad right now. So, a lot of millennials were, like, praised early on um, in our adulthood for buying homes because there's a lot of apartment complexes and places that don't accept pets. Um, so people were like buying houses because they had dogs or cats or what have you, you know. Um, it's not so easy to do that now. <laughs> it's the market has totally tanked. Um, and not only that, but rent and mortgage prices have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. So for like... Um, a studio apartment in like a nice area sometimes can cost $900. That's ridiculous. You don't even have a full apartment. You literally have like a living room and bedroom, bedroom in the same room mm-hmm. and then like a little baby ass kitchenette. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's $900? And you don't even get to do what you want with the place. You don't get to paint the walls. You don't have to get it. Right. Or you don't get to have a pet. But, I mean, it's the same with homes now, too, because, like, everything's so expensive nowadays or whatever. Like, a small, like, one-bedroom, maybe even two-bedroom home is going to go for, like, way more money than it used to. Like, like you could... $300,000. Yeah, like, for, like, exactly. And like, it's not even, like, renovated or anything. No. It's, like, no. just a basic it, house. Yeah, and it, like, still needs, like, maybe probably new pain, some new work flooring, done. Like, yeah, yeah, like... Literally ridiculous. Like, if I'm paying that much for a home, I expect, like, all new appliances, new flooring, fresh paint, like, the whole nine yards. Like, no thank you. Right. Like, it's just basically robbing you. (laughs) At that point, you're better off living on a cloud. (laughs) Or in a cardboard box. (laughs) The home must have the right idea. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Honestly... Living out of, like, your car or, like, a camper or something really doesn't seem that bad right now. It really doesn't. You know, there's like, a if lot I, of people... Honestly, I can't even afford that. If I could afford that, I probably would have already bought, right, like, a camper and money. just left. Yes. You know, there's then TikTokers who have who've gotten famous from that. Not like, the, not, like, the ones who, like, travel for a living, but the ones who are, like homeless and literally document their journey being homeless and they have like full-time jobs and then they just pocket all their money oh also the things that i hear about like people when they are like they're like oh you can buy one of those like sheds for cheap and make turn it into like a tiny home (laughs) i think that's always so funny i'm like yes you can buy the shed itself for cheap but then you have to pay to get everything renovated on the inside, and so if it's you do a home, it yourself, it's and then still expensive. yeah, and then you have to pay for all the plumbing to be hooked up, all the electric to be hooked up. You have to pay for the lot that you're putting it on. Well, not only so that, in reality, but... this tiny home that like that you bought as a shed originally for like what, like I don't know, like twelve grand, mm-hmm. 
or whatever, you're still spending probably three to four hundred thousand dollars on it because they have to put like foundation and everything wherever you put it. Well, <laughs> right, and not only that, but you also have to pay to make sure that like the city what that you're living in, like it has all the things that they require yeah, and that they can classify be, yeah. it as a home. Yeah. Right, it has to be. Everything's got to be like way up to, up code. to code. Right, like, not exactly. anything out of place. Not any. If yep. they find one little thing wrong with it, they could just deem right. it not Right, and then livable. technically you're not, right, you're not living in a home, you're living in a shed, and then you can get citations for it and fines mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Also, I have heard about people buying, like, those shipping containers, like the train shipping containers, and that making looks, homes out of those. I'm sorry, but that looks so cool, though. I know! Like, it, it looks, looks freaking so amazing! So, so fun fact. I've actually looked this up because I wasn't sure if it was true or not. You can buy those on Amazon. They're like $40,000. Okay, and I know I saw somewhere. I don't remember where it is, but there's an actually like an Airbnb where they made it out of the shipping containers and you can like go rent and stay there. Mm-hmm. And they're I was like, like I want to go. They're like <laughs> ready made on Amazon. Like they ship it to you. And then you have it, like, it's basically like a pop-up house. Mm-hmm. It's actually smart, though, because it's a shipping container, so it's easier to, to move than, like, if it's those, um, I don't know what they're called, but the one, you know, where they move, like, the house in sections, where they have, like, pieces of the house split oh, out, yeah. and then they move it, and then they piece it back together where it, when it gets to its destination. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what, what I want. About. That's what I want to do. Really? I want, I want, um, oh, I forget the name. <laughs> I can't remember. It's like, you're basically building your own stuff. Like, you get to pick and choose exactly, yes. like, what you get in your, yes, yeah. Yes, exactly. Man-made, mm-hmm. man-made housing is basically, it's the concept where, like, your whole house is made in a warehouse. It's made, like, basically in a factory with a bunch of contractors. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, much quicker. It's much cheaper. And then once the all the pieces to your house are finished, it gets shipped to the land that you're putting it on, and then you have somebody literally put the pieces together. It's almost like kind of like a dollhouse, like if you would fold open a dollhouse yes. and like and make it smaller and stuff. It's kind of interesting. Manufactured housing. That's, that's what, what it, it is. That's Manufactured what it's houses. Yes, and they're kind of like trailers, but like they're actual houses, and they're super cool. They're I think you can build your dream home for like a hundred thousand dollars. Like basically get yeah, anything it you want custom. Yeah, I think it depends. But the house itself is what's the the more affordable part. And then like you gotta it's think the you, land, it's the property. Really. And then when they have to do all the hooking up stuff, right? The hooking up and also the pouring of the foundation. Yeah, that's the that's the expensive part, really. Well. I would like a manufactured home. <laughs> that's what I want. Seriously, yeah, I, I thought want that'd be one. cool. I actually, I actually went to look at them once or whatever because they like had some staging areas near me, so it was like nice to like just look at them and see like what they could be, and then it like shows you all the different options that you can have. So the poopy thing with those is, so I've actually like called around to different banks and stuff. Not after I moved. This was before I moved, so maybe it's different. But I was told that a lot of banks actually don't touch those loans because they're similar to cars and they actually go down in value after you purchase them versus like a traditional stick-built house where the longer you own it, the more it goes up in value. Why, I don't really know, but I feel like at some point 
those are going to become the home, the housing Honestly, in the future. I feel like that's not quite the case anymore because I feel like the value of homes like depreciates a lot unless you're like keeping up with it. Everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like stuff starts getting run down, and you're like, oh, well, let's we can renovate this room now, and that would like have your value go up, you know, but. I agree. Well, I feel like I feel like eventually that's going to change. I feel like <coughs> within the next however many years, like how we do housing is going to change completely. I feel like manufactured homes truly are the housing of the future because they're so much cheaper. And eventually we're going to get to a point where nobody's going to be able to afford traditional stick built homes anymore. No, I feel like housing is going to get a lot more creative, honestly. I think that like the process with like what we were just talking about with like the shipping containers and like basically pop-up homes like I know that there's already a lot of communities being built for the homeless populations in like those local areas I feel like eventually those are gonna start popping up everywhere honestly if I could afford it I would definitely want one of those like crazy like homes that nobody would think of I want a home I want to just take like four sheds and just like Put them together. <laughs> Find a way to get them all together. Hook everything up. Call it a day. I want my own community community with just my friends. Yes. Right. Yes. Private. Please. Private yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I would live for that. Right. I would live for that. Like, no one from the outside is allowed in unless we allow them. Gated mm. community. Yes. Basically. We all get a code. <laughs> oh. And no, you can't have it. You can't sit with us. <laughs> on Wednesdays, we wear pink. I was just going to say it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, anyways, so not only has the housing market gone drastically to shit, but also um, the price, like the cost of living in general is just crap right now. And it's not even just living. It's like the cost of everything. So. Yep. I'm surprised they don't charge us to breathe. Right. <laughs> so, like. I swear they will groceries though and like gas prices and every everything is just skyrocketed and it's like how are we supposed to exist anymore right for real well actually if you want us to just exist that's fine but like we're all gonna die because we're not gonna be like eating and drinking and working you know we're just gonna like lay there and exist right I mean, I guess you could say we all exist now. <laughs> I mean, some days that sounds nice. <laughs> right. like, I know. Let me just lay here. Yeah, just but with no food. Yeah. And no drinks. Just like. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm like SpongeBob. I can filter feed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you porous? <laughs> I do have pores. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's super ridiculous that we're expected to pay all these prices with no, like, wage increases and all that stuff. Like, inflation is a thing, but increased wages are a thing, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I truly feel like none of this stuff is going to change without, like, an uprising of our generation. Every generation has one. Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting for ours. I know. And I kind of feel bad because, I mean, like, with the inflation or whatever, at the same time, it's like basically screwing over companies because it's like yes your employees deserve more wages because of the inflation and stuff but like also like there's some companies that like cannot afford that right also because of like inflation it, they, would they literally can't afford have, to pay them right more. they would literally have to go like bankrupt to like, like it's a afford to sword. pay their employees what they what they deserve uh-huh 
Exactly. And still be able to turn a profit. <laughs> like, right. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that most companies, they wouldn't really be able to turn a profit. All they would really be doing would be breaking even. Right. And they're not going to make any money that way. No. Right. And honestly, I feel like this is just more like to keep the rich rich and like to really, really, really concrete separate the rich from the poor. Oh, always. That's been <coughs> an existing theme in humanity since forever. I know, but now it's, like, more prevalent than ever. Right. Which is kind of crazy to me because, like, I feel like right now in this day and age, it's also, it feels like it's being hidden more than ever, even though it's, like, very blatantly obvious. But, like, they're trying so hard to make it seem like it's not that way. Well, we also have, like, the generational curses, too. Like, oh, you're just supposed to work your life away. So you're not supposed to have fun. You're just supposed to provide for yourself and, like... Yeah, and then you might be able to enjoy yourself after you're 65. Right. Maybe. Like, I want to live now. I want to experience life while I'm young, while I can remember it, while but, I can make memories, you but know? But honestly, like, day and age is, like, so bad or whatever. It, like, literally pains me when I go to a store or something and I see, like, a 70, between 70 to 80 year old, like, woman or man or whatever, still working, like, a full-ass time job. Mm -hmm. Seriously? It breaks my heart. Because they can't afford to live. Honestly, (laughs) my mom, like, she's kind of terrified that she's not even going to be able to retire. That's a very real fear that I think a lot of us should have. I do have that fear. Like... I have the fear that I'm going to die while I'm still working. It's a... It's a possibility. Honestly, yeah. Unless I'm probably going to die working, honestly. It's literally that possibility is getting more and more real, like, with each day that passes, and mm-hmm. I hate it. Well, right. <clears throat> and, like, the last generation, I mean, they're still, they're still around. They're still going to be around for a while. And they're the ones that, unfortunately, made a lot of these rules for us, quote-unquote. Mm. So we're kind of just, like, waiting now. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I know it's not, like, super great everywhere else, but I feel like the U.S. is mainly, like, the only one with this big of a problem. Because I remember remember in high school, like, in Spain, they literally get to take, like, an hour or two long lunch to go and spend with their families. Like, the kids get out of school for lunch, too. Oh, siestas. Yes. And then they go back. Like, why is that not a thing? Siesta time. Or, like, in Canada with, like, the healthcare and stuff. Yeah. Yep, I totally agree. I feel like it's because the U.S. is very much, like, a pull-yourself-up-by-your-bootstraps kind of mentality. But they think that sort of, like, oh, handouts for the government or, like, breaks from the government, that makes you, like, a sissy. I don't know, which is kind of messed up because they literally, like... They literally, like, branded themselves as, like, the best place in the world to be, and it's not. It, It just isn't. Well, it's, like, the American dream. Right. What everybody wants. Like, there are literally immigrants that come here the legal way, and it's not anything like what they tell people in other countries. And they literally literally do it or whatever for, like, better opportunities, better jobs and stuff or whatever, and in reality, it's not. It's just money, money, money. Exactly. Well, I think that there, I think that a lot of, countries or like especially immigrants from other places like you know they've been told stories that have been handed down generation to generation Mm -hmm. like they're still believing that old I I wouldn't say lie but for lack of a better word lie and like they get here and they realize that maybe it's just changed or maybe like 
you know, when people tell stories, things change. I mean, it's not, like, all bad because, I mean, technically there is, like, opportunities and stuff here. Like, there, there's so many, like, different things you can do or, like, different colleges, like, really pristine colleges and stuff. The problem with it is, and, like, great places to work, but, like, the problem with it is it's, like, so expensive or at this point or whatever, it doesn't pay enough. Right. Well, like, exam- so college, for example, like, back in the 70s, what people pay for a semester of college now is what people were paying for their entirety of their four-year education. Yep. Like, and not only that, but if you go to college, a lot of places won't even hire you right out of college because you need experience. Right. Yeah. You need experience. Exactly. Exactly. Make it it's make like, sense because that I, math doesn't matter. Like, how, I literally went to school to study the specific thing for like four plus years, and you still won't even give me an opportunity to work in the profession that I worked really hard to educate. Right. Or like they in. make you do an unpaid apprenticeship, which is like so dumb. Internships and apprenticeships are literally just a way to, like, legally... Yeah, legally get free labor. And and there's nothing wrong with it. I have a friend right now that, like, she spent five years in college for, like, law enforcement and stuff, and she didn't even need her degree to get the job she has now. Yeah. Wow. And then I have another friend who worked really hard on, like, a whole therapy... Um, degree, five years of schooling or whatever, and she can't, and she, like, did a few internships or whatever for, like, LGBT communities and stuff or whatever, and she still can't find a place to work. Yep. So that's the way you squash the American dream. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Like, it's hard. It's, like, at this point or whatever, especially in this day and age or whatever, I feel like college is very pointless. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Like, I, I wouldn't say... That, I mean, like, the education come here, or anything, right? Like, but I mean, the education is a good idea, but to like have it, but I feel like to immigrants that are thinking about coming here, it should be like standard practice to let them know like what it's actually like, and mm-hmm. maybe they can ask themselves, "Do I really want to go there?" Yeah, I agree. Or you know, we could just be like the rest of the world and do free college and free healthcare and free Honestly, like everything else, yeah, just like, be better in general. <laughs> Honestly, the whole idea or whatever, uh, I don't know, personally to me, for, like, an American dream would be stuff that's affordable. Like, the necessities should be affordable, if not free. Also, like, feminine products, because we didn't ask to menstruate. Nope. Literally. Feminine products Like, I feel like that should be covered uh, by insurance or something. (laughs) And on top of that... most countries do that. On top of that, though, like, feminine products, most of them aren't even, like, okay to use for your body. Good God, the the hospitals here don't even... They don't even give you, like, take home. Like, you can literally go after a surgery and they'll be just like, oh, you should... You should cover it in gauze and stuff, and they won't give you any of that. Yeah, oh, you can yeah. pick that up at... Yeah, you can pick that up at, like, the store or the pharmacy or, like, Walgreens or, like, Walmart whatever. or whatever. Yes, yeah. Whatever. Any drugstore. Yeah, and I'm like, you can't provide me with a week's worth of supplies for the surgery you just charged me 20 grand for? That's, right. like, when, <laughs> that's like when I had my carpal tunnel surgery. They gave me, like, two of those plastic sleeves and said that I wasn't supposed to get my wrap and my gauze and everything wet. Excuse me? What happens if, like, I get a tear in the stupid glove thing that you're, or the wrap that you're supposed to put... I don't know. It's like... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, right? it's 
dumb, though. Like, how am I supposed to survive, like, three weeks on two sleeves? So dumb. Yeah, Unless I you even, only want me to shower twice. Well, I even <laughs> heard a story on... In three weeks. I think In I wa- three weeks. Ew. I think I watched it on TikTok where this guy, like, hurt himself, went in or whatever, they gave him stitches and everything, and then, um... And then they basically told him at, like, the urgent care that, like, oh, yeah, just come back or whatever, and then we'll take the stitches out. We won't charge you for it or anything, and blah, 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 blah. Well, he came back to get the stitches out or whatever at urgent care, like, they told him. And they're like, no, you have to go to ER to do that. Oh, that would piss me the fuck off. Yeah, and then they were gonna, and then they were gonna charge him for it to take the stitches out or whatever. You know what? I'm just gonna start recording all my conversations. Right. (laughs) Luckily or whatever, he got a nice nurse or whatever that came out or whatever and just stole one of, like, the the stitch (laughs) removal kits or whatever, and he's handed it to him, and he's like, you'd be better off doing it at home. And so he went home, and he, like, took his stitches out himself. Bro. Where's his paycheck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, should have paid him for his time. (laughs) Literally. Um... Uh, did you guys hear about the one? This was a while ago now, probably. It's like, honestly, if the government can charge us for everything, can we charge them for wasting our time? Right. Facts. <laughs> did you, no, did you hear about the one where there was this couple who they delivered their baby and the hospital literally charged them $40, literally $40 for the dad to hold his newborn baby after the mom had just delivered. Like, the doctor took the baby out handed it to dad, and they got charged 40 bucks for dad to hold his kid. Negative. What? What? This happened, like, a while ago. I think this was maybe, like, 2017, something like that. Okay, but absolutely not. Yeah. Literally $40 to to hold their baby that when they go home, they're going to be holding for free for a long time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I've heard so many stories of, like, people who had, like, appendicitis... And myself. drove themselves to the hospital. Like, I did. Just... <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That is that so surprising. I thought it was a. I thought it was like a bad stomach ache or whatever until I like felt over here and I was like, and then I got to the hospital and he pushed on like that part of my stomach or whatever and he's like, he's like, yeah, you need an emergency appendectomy or whatever. It was about to rupture. <laughs> That's so dangerous. And I drove myself, I was at work, and I drove myself from work to the hospital. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then after my surgery, I drove myself home. Oh my <laughs> <God. laughs> <Wow. Dead> men. <laughs> <Just> expensive. <laughs> it's true, though. It's and, true. like, you're literally risking your life. To save money. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I worked at a place, so I wasn't here when this happened, but I heard the story from the staff. I worked at a place where a lady literally died because um, she was actually having a heart attack, but at the time the staff didn't know that, and the director, like, wouldn't let her go home to go to the hospital because she was having chest and arm pain. And so she wouldn't let her go home and made her finish out her shift. So she went to the hospital after her shift was over, got admitted, and then within like a day or so she passed away. Oh my god. Yeah. I hope the family took out a lawsuit. I don't know. I really I'm do. not really sure cuz that happened before I started there, but I heard about it. And like it's just <laughs> crazy. Like it's just these are the things that happen mm-hmm. in the US. Like this is insane. And also like 
employers need to just do better in general mm-hmm. because we are literally there working for you and as long as we're good employees we shouldn't be getting crapped on all the time mm-hmm. for real which is also part of adulting is getting crapped on all the time like 99 percent of the time yeah, and you, you just have to deal with it literally and figuratively you just have to <laughs> roll with the punches honestly you might as well just put a toilet seat on your face <laughs> I now identify true. as a toilet. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's just it's too much though. Because it's too much. And honestly, I think I've brought this up before. Maybe not in an episode, but I know I've talked to you guys about it. But like being single staffed anywhere, so dangerous. Mm-hmm. So dangerous. Like why? Why? What if something happens to me or my coworker? Right. Like. If they're in a house with nonverbal residents, mm-hmm. who's going to call 911? I had a staff member call in because she had literally just had open heart surgery. And she was told by her surgeon that one of the things that might happen um, after her surgery during her like recovery process was that if she didn't get adequate sleep, she put herself at risk for a heart attack. The fact that they didn't automatically give her off for a while after open heart surgery is kind of fucked up. She had off for like it was like six weeks I think. Okay, fair. Which is still like, I don't know, I feel like But still open heart surgery. Yeah, it was literal open heart surgery. But anyway, so there was like a day where she couldn't sleep and she worked knock shift. Mm -hmm. So she called me and she was like, she was like, I'm still gonna try and take a nap and come in but she was like, I just don't want to have a heart attack at work. And I'm like, absolutely not. I was like, you will not be in. And I was like, why are you worried about having a heart attack at work? And well, she was so, like, concerned about what if the residents find me. Like, I, I just don't know what I would do. Like, I, I don't want to leave the residents alone. And I was like, okay, but I don't want to, like, come in and find you dead. So, like, we're right. not doing that. Okay, like, but facts on that is true caregiver mentality, though. Right. It is. Like... We worry more about good, others than ourselves Those all the are time. the good caregivers. Yeah. And I just remember her daughter, like, screaming in the background. She's like, no, mom, you will not be at work. And she was like, well, maybe I could. And I'm like, no. No, no, no. 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 You're staying home. I will figure it out. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Mm-mm. And, like, it, it made me sad because, first off, this lady was, like, way, way older. She was, like, in her 80s. She could run circles around staff that were in their 20s. Like... It's because the ones in their 20s are lazy. Not all, but most. Right. And so, like, it it made me sad because, A, she was still working, and she still had to work, and B, she had this mentality that was probably ingrained in her for a very long time. That, like, oh, I I just don't know what's going to happen to the residents. When, like, in reality, you should be thinking about yourself, like... No, of course I don't want you to have a heart attack. Right. Like, good God. (laughs) So, um, I think it's safe to say we can kind of wrap it up there, because I'm pretty sure we've talked about pretty much everything that we possibly can on this topic. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think at this point... The world's expensive. The world is expensive, adulting's hard. Get cheaper. Somebody give me a coupon for the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I will take one I, yike, please. I will <laughs> take one earth coupon, please. <laughs> okay. Where can the peeps find us? Um, we are Boss Ravioli Queens. Excuse me, at Boss Ravioli Queens. On Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, 
Also, Gmail, but you obviously don't really need the at symbol until you get to at Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Give us your feedback. Tell us your likes, dislikes, what we can improve on. Let us know. Oh, Questions, comments, concerns. Forgot about we love YouTube. to chat. <laughs> Talk to us. We love friends. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.